Hi! We're here! Yeah! <laughs> oh boy. Welcome everybody to Sidewalk Slam. Yeah. The show where we look at wrestling storytelling and storylines and narrative across... Oh gosh, three different promotions three that different. we talk four ab- technically four I guess that but we like talk about three from and a half various different degrees. Yeah. Uh, last episode was sort of all about WWE because of course it was the enormous Royal Rumble episode. Yeah. Uh, this episode is going to be by and large NXT Takeover Portland. Yes. Um, and you know it's still a, fresh in our brains. Yeah, because it happened yeah. at time of recording last night. And uh, it was a barn burner of a show, so we, Man, we want to so talk about good. it. Yeah, and we will catch up on AEW in uh, the next one of the next shows. because They, they have a pay-per-view coming up as yeah. well, and we'll catch up on WWE as well. I can give you a quick TLDR of WWE. Yeah, this is, give me a TLDR on Raw. Well, because this is the thing. is yeah. it, It's the road to WrestleMania, right? Yes. But before the road to WrestleMania is a much shorter road to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, all their storylines uh, right now yeah. are, like, mini-feuds leading to the super showdown yeah. that we're not going to cover. Nope. So it's just like, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of like, there's like the Royal Rumble happened and then it's like, and we're going to find out everything falling out of that yeah. soon. But first, these little feuds that we're going to deal with sooner and then we'll pick up the WrestleMania stuff with like when they do Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, all right. Okay cool i guess <laughs> ricochet has a match against brock lesnar yeah the super showdown yeah that's wild he's gonna he's gonna die he's gonna throw that man like a lawn dart into yeah. the black sea that's kind of like what we said when he was gonna fight aj yeah right? <laughs> it's like wow he's gonna kill aj yeah aj is gonna die uh smackdown has been fine there's actually actually better than fine i think smackdown's been pretty good good i was watching it uh yesterday i caught up on this last week's episode and there's a lot of like really cool little storylines going on. Like the Otis one is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Otis and Mandy Rose storyline. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg's back, by the way, and he's just uh, fighting the Fiend. Huh. I think at Super Showdown. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they are. Yeah, right. Yeah. So get that oil money. Goldberg's back. Yeah. And uh, there was a really funny like. So Goldberg was like had like a, a satellite interview, and he's like sitting on this white bench. Or like his his bench, like oh, yeah. a bench press bench at like his home, I'm assuming, or something. And then or Vince's office. I wouldn't be surprised if there <laughs> yeah. was a bench in there. And uh he like does the interview and he like acts all mad. He's like, Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Like nobody talked first of all, no one talks like that. And then he's like, Bray Wyatt, the fiend, you're next. And then you like Pulls his earpiece off and then just gets up, like, does that weird, like, you know that weird when you get up from something that you're not, you're sure you don't want to hit anything? Right. He doesn't want to knock anything over. He, like, <laughs> slowly gets up. And he does that. And I was like, oh, man. Goldberg didn't want to hit something. Like, he was just, like, doing this real slow, like, crouched over. Yeah, it was really funny. And so, yeah, Bray Wyatt's. Fighting Goldberg. And some, some people were, were upset about that because Goldberg was advertised for that episode of SmackDown. Yeah. And but he was he only appeared via satellite. Yeah. So some people were He's technically there. Also Hulk Hogan showed no, back up. He's not technically there. He's technically on satellite. Hulk Hogan's back again. Yeah. And I was the only one who's like, isn't he still a racist? <laughs> like everyone's like, ah, it's Hulk Hogan. Is he gonna do I assume he's gonna do stuff in Saudi Arabia too? Yeah, he um gotta get All that right. paycheck, brother. He had a interview like a like a promo interview with uh-huh. Ray Wyatt that so Bray and weird. Hulk Hogan were talking huh. and Bray was like are you sure you don't want to end up on the wall like the rest of these right. smucks or whatever his, so, his wall of 
Yeah, uh, friends. Sorry, Mandy and Otis had their had a date on Valentine's Day this last Friday. Oh wow! And Otis was like getting ready for it, and then uh, he showed up to the date, and Dolph Ziggler showed up just before Otis did, and sat down in Otis's seat. So that means that Dolph takes the date, I guess. <laughs> Right, it's like when they beat up Sami Zayn the Rumble, and they're like, "He's our or no?" They Sami Zayn beat up Ty Dillinger yes. at the Rumble, and was like, "Now I get his spot." And everyone's like, "I guess that's how that works." Yeah. So it's like, "Hey, look, a beautiful young lady sitting by herself. I sit in this seat. This is now my date." Right. So like Otis saw Dolph and sitting there across from Andy talking, and he was like all dressed up and like tuxedo oh. no sleeves and he like dropped the flower and he's all sad and he walks away it was really sad like i'm oh not saying it wasn't God. good but it was just funny that Dolph was like this is my date now and he sad hulks away yeah yeah that's how that ended well we don't know how it ends but uh there's still roman and baron Cor. i was wrong roman and baron corbin are still fighting each mm. other to why they're having a cage match at, at the super showdown oh to i think that's the end it better be roman or Bar- baron corbin got covered in dog food because they had a loser has to get covered in dog food match. Oh my god! Okay, so SmackDown hasn't been perfect. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and defend it. Uh, but I am going to defend it and say that it wasn't actually that bad. But it who gets custody of Dominic? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they had a they had All that, right. and they got to cover Baron Corbin in dog food. And that's pretty much it, really. Um, the New Day is feuding with. The Usos, M- Miz right? and Morrison. Oh, Miz and Morrison, right. Yeah, Miz right, and Morrison right. are having a match with them at the Super Showdown. Yeah. And Roman and Baron Corbin, and I think that's pretty much it. This oh, is... Daniel Bryan. Is... Oh, there was actually a great, great segment with uh, Daniel Bryan was gone for like a week, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and then he was backstage, and they were showing like, they showed the promo of The Fiend beating him up at the Royal Rumble, mm. and Daniel Bryan's sitting in the back doing that WWE thing where they're watching their own thing and they're like tying their boots or something. Ooh, was he standing off to the side? No, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's that's the best when they like watch TV and they're like, <laughs> they made they they made fun of that on AEW. Yeah, it was a bit where Arn Anderson is backstage watching a TV like that, and I, I can't, Excalibur or so, someone on commentary is like, where where, where did he learn to watch <laughs> TV like that? <laughs> Who that's weird. Who yeah. watches the TVs that way? And then Heath Slater comes in. Oh, Heath yeah. Heath Slater, Slater still, still has a job. Slater's back. Yeah, Slater's yeah. back. So Slater's like, dang, man. Like, Boomhauer like, comes in like, dang, man, I wouldn't have let Bray beat me up like that. Like, if it weren't. Like, he just did. He literally did. If, if that were me, me, I would not get whipped by Bray Wyatt. And Daniel Bryan was like, what? And so Daniel Bryan takes him out to the ring and beats the crap out of him. And I was like, sick. Okay. Yeah. This is the beginning of the redemption arc for Heath Slater. And then he can hold a world title. And be the then finally all members of 3MB can hold their hold hold a world title. Well, Drew hasn't held it. Well, I guess Yet. Drew was NXT champion. Does that count? Yet. Oh, I guess. Does that count as a world title? I mean, we'll we'll get there later tonight. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a potential. Yes. There's there's an argument there. Uh, yeah. Briefly right. on Raw, there was like so Andrade got uh, suspended for a wellness policy violation yes. because apparently uh, he was on vacation. And they were like, you have to come to Random Town, USA tomorrow to do your 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 test. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And they're like, well, then you've failed the test and you're suspended for a month. That sounds like a dream I had once. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you were naked mm-hmm. and Charlotte was there. Yeah. But like not in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah. never in a good way. Andrade and Charlotte are dating. Anyway, yeah. so... To so now Umberto Carrillo has because they didn't take the title off him. Yeah. So Umberto's got nothing going on. So Zelina Vega is like, 
Oh, yeah. Well, Umberto, while Andrade is out injured because he's out because Andrade injured him by slamming him to the concrete floor, not because of a wellness policy violation, yeah. because they don't acknowledge those on camera. Um, now I have nothing to do because you've taken away the person I'm managing. So now inter- now this other this new person I'm managing and introduces Angel Garza from NXT. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. is cousins of Umberto Carrillo? Yeah. They're like actual cousins. Not like Samoan cousins. Yeah, no, like yeah. legitimate cousins. And then they have, so they have a fight. So now Zelina's got Angel Garza, I guess. Cool. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know where Rusev is. <laughs> Rusev hasn't been seen... He's heartbroken, man. So okay. No, he's not. He's actually super happy. We, this is at the Rumble, we were told, we yeah. never saw anything, we were told that Rusev and Lashley got into a backstage altercation and were rendered unable to compete, which is why neither of them were in the men's Rumble. Yeah. And we have no idea where Rusev is. I think but that's, Lashley was that in code a code for contract dispute. I think so, or <laughs> or wellness poly violation or something. No, I, so I don't think I heard anything. Lashley was in a triple threat to face Brock, which Ricochet won. Yeah. And basically, the the that feud is being continued in a battle by proxy with Lana and uh, Liv Morgan. Oh, okay, cool. Does after the Rumble does a plot gully open up <laughs> and everyone fall into it until they can crawl out of Saudi Arabia? Is that how this works? <laughs> yeah, Holy, yeah, that's a Basically, real good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I like that. It's a weird plot gully. If you thought the WWE the writers rainforest. were listening to the show before, they're not anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's nobody that wa- works at WWE that watches the show. I found somebody did say one time they're like, "There's people in corporate who listen to the show." I, I found, like, oh yeah, not 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 corporate, <laughs> not cor. I found an email. In an address that we never check, that was like two years old, yeah. from someone who works backstage, like this was someone who did like lighting, really, uh, and 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 they were like, you are you you don't know how right you are about some of the things you were saying, <laughs> and a, a, apparently there was I need to go and look at I need to find this email again. I need to see this email. I need to find this email, figure out when it was sent, and then look at episodes of Raw around that time, time because to see how right we were. Well, no, because they, the- they they they. They hinted, they implied yeah. that there was going to be sidewalk slam colored lighting in a backstage segment. Ooh. That was the implication <laughs> from the email, but I never actually went back to look at old episodes. How come you never told me about this? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Probably Man. one of those things where it's like, I'm going to wait to see if it happens and then uh, point yeah. it out, you know? Don't yeah, get it all and, then I didn't, oh, and then you'd be yeah. like, hey, did you notice? Yeah. You Who knows it. if that person even works there anymore? Yeah. But I, that's wild. If they do, I hope they're still listening. Especially after emailing us from a WWE IP. No, they emailed us from a burner account. <laughs> Literally, it's yep. it's it. They emailed us from like a from like a you know, that's like Jack two five at Mailinator dot biz or whatever. You yeah. know, like one of those like randomly generated. They they were literally we, like emailing us anonymously, which made which actually made it more uh, believable that this is a real thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Well, yeah. The, what, you don't want us coming on this podcast and be like, hey, got an email from uh, Jeremy Phillips who uh, works backstage <laughs> yeah. at, uh, you know, shout outs to our man J. Phil over there, yeah. you know, working grip. Thanks, at thanks the, for the hookup, brother. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway. That's wild, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, we haven't talked about NXT in a while. Yep. And this is a chance to talk about NXT because it's NXT TakeOver, mm-hmm. uh, which was is is on a sunday weirdly yeah. they get their their sunday they are sundays now yeah they get their own pay-per-views well i think because this was going to be before 
this got moved because Elimination Chamber got moved or something got bumped around. Anyway, so the live from Portland, Oregon in, oh, I didn't even look up where this was broadcasting from. I'm a fool. Portland, Oregon. Well, no, but I mean the... Uh, oh, it's not the Minute Maid Dome. It's probably like the Kool-Aid... No, nah, it's something Portland, so it would be like the... the the clocks on brutal brewery some like you know what i mean like <laughs> fucking microbrewery stadium yeah because we're from portland that's all we do sharp mallard fizz <laughs> the moda center ah. formerly known as the rose garden uh, oh, me, and Be- me and beach were close moda is oh the arena is owned by uh vulcan incorporated which yeah it's the estate of paul allen who was a huge Star Trek fan. Oh. Yeah. So, yes. This is the only thing I know about Star Trek. Yep. There you go. They live, live, live long and prosper. Yeah. That and the fucking, the test that you can't beat. The thumb goes that out. That I can't say the name of. The, I don't, the Kobayashi Maru. The, that one. The thumb goes out. Yeah. The thumb, the thumb goes out? The thumb goes out. I'm going to do this to make everyone yeah, mad. You're really Found your thumbnail. <laughs> Perfect. So, what a card. I was... Uh, I was talking to someone and they were saying that there was not a uh, there was no match on this card they were not excited about and then I looked at the card and went I agree with you I agree with yeah when I when I was look I was I've been looking forward to this for a while so but first yeah some live music from Poppy yeah do you do you remember Poppy no how okay so she started as a YouTube personality and her bit was that she was like an android pretending to try to be human and uh, she was like this very strange ethereal girl doing like very unusual performance arty kind of YouTube videos where she was like she was like an android like and York then, and then she started doing music and it was very sort of pop I was gonna say very poppy but very you know like bubbly sort of mm. keeping it with that persona um, but you know everything old is new again and new metal is back baby <laughs> and so here's poppy's new album i disagree <laughs> and this is the the track fill the crown and it is it is boy is it new metal it's like the background they're dressed like zombies they're dressed like zombies and it's very like her like high-pitched woman vocals over discount marilyn manson music now you said you watched this with your wife yes and what did she have to say about this? I'm repeating everything that she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's like less less interesting Marilyn Manson yeah. backing music and then kind of, yeah. It's like, it, it sounds very late 90s. Did, was she lip syncing? I don't know. Because it didn't sound like it was like a... I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Not that I'm like, hey, I'm not hating. I'm just saying like, hey, yeah. you shouldn't lip sync ever. I'm like, if you want to do it, it saves your voice. Especially yeah. if you're doing like, a concert every night like yeah. that's untenable isn't it mm-hmm. anyway so yeah, yeah poppy performs yep cool gets the crowd going and you know live music is sweet it's provocative this is a this is a hype crowd opening contest yes for the nxt north american championship yeah your boy keith lee defending mm-hmm. against dominic dijakovic yeah in the most rubbery rubber match because as they say on commentary their record one-on-one is one one and two they have two yeah how do they have two draws well i didn't see them i didn't see them either all right okay well then (laughs) so i saw both their wins and i thought this was the third match but i guess i missed a couple i don't know that's why they've had two no contests or something i don't know i don't know you ever want to watch two construction vehicles fight (laughs) yeah that's this match like 
it it was amazing. This match was it was wild. Yeah, this match was so good. Yeah, I I will say yeah. there was a lot of over the course of the evening there was a lot of like a lot of kicking out of a lot of stuff that I wouldn't think that someone would be able to kick out of. But boy, was it was it exciting? I'll, you know, it was. Yeah, I yeah. I like that stuff when they like. If the crowd's into it, because like if the crowd's not into it, then it just seems ridiculous, right? Mm. But if you're kicking out of like all this stuff that's like quote unquote ridiculous, then yeah. if the crowd's super into it, then it just makes it okay, right? Yeah, like the crowd just, was very, very. This crowd was awesome These, all night, the yeah. whole night. They were awesome for every match. Keith Lee has so much charisma. Yes, just standing there, yeah. not doing anything. He's got so much charisma. Also, he hulks up. Yeah, I haven't seen someone do that in a while. He'll be like getting beaten down and then he'll just be like I have decided to not get beaten down anymore and just <laughs> yeah. be like and stand back up again yeah. you know like I didn't think people could get away with that yeah. in, in 2020 I didn't think you could get away with being a Hulk Hogan like you know just like I'm de- I'm decided to now get stronger but apparently you can <laughs> but I mean also Dijakovic like Keith Lee what he hit him with a power bomb yeah and Dijakovic bounced up to his feet and yeah. just started yelling at Keith <laughs> Lee again. Yeah, that part was awesome. It was amazing. But like leading up to that, there was like a big like avalanche, like kind of like a fireman's carry slam that they did that looked scary as heck. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of slams on the apron, which is the hardest. The part hardest of the part of the ring, which, which they the didn't ring. say. Yeah, they didn't say it once. I know. Disappointing. Yeah. I will say commentary. Like Kevin Soro disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> the commentary team of um, Mauro, Mauro Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, and Beth Phoenix, they just worked together so well. They're awesome. Yeah. They, again, further commentary from Kathleen that the, the, they just interfaced very well with one another and were mm-hmm. constantly like setting each other up for things. And it, the commentary flowed so smoothly. Yeah. It was really, really good. And Mauro Ronaldo is just. He's awesome. He's so excited. Yeah. He's so excited. Um, at one point, they're, like, fighting outside. And then Keith Lee does that thing where he, like, slaps their chest. Yeah. And the whole crowd goes, shh. Yeah, he goes, like, shh. He puts his fingers up to his mouth and is like, shh. And everyone gets everyone's silent. Di- like, the whole arena is dead silent. You could have heard a pin drop. And he just, like, winds up and you hear, bang! <laughs> and then he, like, hits his chest. And it's this loud slap. And everyone's like, oh! And then the crowd goes, shh, to make him do it again. So they all, the crowd, shh, and then fucking winds up, bang, hits him again. So loud. And then there's like a Dijakovic super kicks Keith Lee into the same chair that he was sitting in. Yeah. And then Dijakovic does a springboard like somersault to the outside and hits Keith Lee when he's sitting in that chair. Like Between the, the commentary tables. Yeah, it seems very dangerous. Yeah. There's a lot of things they did tonight that I was like, that seems reckless. Yeah. But hey, especially the like, I mean, the next match, I was like, whoa. Yeah. But I mean, this is like this match is awesome. Keith Lee wins with the oh God, I can never remember the name of the stupid move. It's like the AA, but uh, the Big Bang Catastrophe. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a Dragon Ball reference? That's not a Dragon Ball reference, is it? Because his his power bomb is the spirit bomb, and that's a Dragon Ball reference. Is it really? Yeah, spirit bomb, dude. Fucking, you know when they see oh, the thing where they're all yeah. like, they're all putting their arms in the air and they make the big. That's the big ball that go, little Goku makes. Yeah, or not little Goku, but is it little Goku? Is it Sun Goku or Goku Kakarot proper? Dragon Ball Z. I don't know when he does the spirit bomb thing when he makes the big bomb. Go. Sure, yeah. Is that like is, is there like a, a dad Goku or am I talking about? 
fucking Gohan. Gohan is yeah. who you're thinking of. Okay, good. Yeah, baby Goku. Whatever. They're all the same. You're right. They're all the same. <laughs> I know, right? I completely... I'm not even being joking I, about I it, know. Adam. They're all the same. I completely agree with you. Dragon Ball Z sucks. <laughs> That's exactly what we're all saying. Yes. Kind of hot in these rhinos. Also, Mora Ranallo from Abbotsford, British Columbia. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't He's know he was from us. Abbotsford. Yeah. Used to announce for uh, Stampede Wrestling as well. No yeah. way. Yeah. Huh. Our boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, when I say I was watching this with Kathleen, she was trying to do some writing. So she was sitting beside me on, on her laptop and routinely just got completely distracted by what was happening in the mm-hmm. ring because this was uh, she watches me watch a lot of wrestling yeah and her not even halfway through this match her review was this special is good enough to watch on one time speed <laughs> oh, that's the biggest compliment we can give wrestling yeah yeah because it was i was watching this in real yeah, time as real opposed time. to like 1.5 yeah. or two times speed which yeah. i sometimes watch wrestling on sometimes i watch i used to watch when we covered like Actually, when I had to watch Raw, <laughs> that's what I watched at two times speed. Yeah. But everything else is fine, for the most part. Yeah, uh, this the, is good oh, right. enough to watch at one time speed. Is oh <laughs> man, that's a T-shirt. <laughs> that is so good. Oh man, there's a bit where when I was watching Raw, yeah, where there was the there was like the um, it was that match to determine who was going to face Brock Lesnar, right? And it was Bobby Lashley. And Ricochet, and I can't even remember who the third person was. Seth uh, yeah, Seth Rollins. Yeah. And the match starts, and I, I said, I'm just going to skip ahead till somebody interferes. And I clicked once. <laughs> I just clicked forward like a minute and a half, and yeah. it's like Kevin Owens is out there, and <laughs> Samoa Joe, the and the authors of Pain, and Buddy Murphy, who's just Murphy now. Yeah. By oh, yeah, way, he's just Murphy. It's so stupid. Anyway. Like Robocop. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I wanted to make Damn it, Peach. I was going to make a Robocop joke. Second show in a row. I just took that five bucks. I can take that five bucks out of my pocket. Who even let me on this show? God. So, yeah, I was just like, I'll just skip ahead till someone interferes. Click. Oh, there we are. Yeah. You know, Kathleen falls about laughing because I'm just like, yep, called it. <laughs> so after this match, uh, Keith Lee helps Dominic Dajakovic stand back up. They shake hands, yeah. they hug, and then Keith Lee also helps him like up to the second rope that so he good. can pose in nice the corner. Touch, yeah. It was really, really good. It was a uh, the crowd is. It was I'm surprised. Did anybody get mad about so that? For I'm both sure these somebody guys. got mad about oh, that. I don't. Did, I don't think. Did Jim so. Cornette get mad about that? They're supposed to hate each other. I mean, Jim Cornette gets mad about That's all kinds of things. That's my Jim Cornette impression. <laughs> that was. <laughs> They're supposed to hate each other. <laughs> God damn. He's a heel. You son of a bitch. All right, so... You son of a bitch. Next is the first NXT women's street fight at a takeover. Yes. Which they only only appended that last thing once and then just sort of... (laughs) Which implies... So there's been a women's street fight on like an episode of NXT, just never at a takeover. Never at a takeover, yeah. It's... Hardly worth mentioning in that case. But here we are. It's uh, Finally, it's it's all come to a head. Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. former partners, former best friends. Yeah. There was a great little video package showing yeah. like, all their little, like their training together and them and why she did it and stuff like that. I was like, and oh. it does all come back to 
when Rhea Ripley picked Tegan Knox to be on the on her War Games team. Yeah. It was like, you're on the War Games team. And Dakota Kai you can kick rocks. She didn't <laughs> yeah. even, you can cram walnuts. She she like she didn't even say like you gotta take cram. off. She was just like, Oh, you two are here. I pick you for the team. <laughs> Ah, oh, fine. I'll choose Wade Boggs. And then <laughs> like, uh, Dakota Kai just like awkwardly leaves and Tegan Knox doesn't say anything. And yeah. so it was all like, you know, because it was, you know, like, oh, if you're not going to speak up for me then, then, you know, were we ever truly best friends? Yeah. Sort of thing, you know. If, you know. I mean, it makes sense in wrestling, like in the universe of wrestling and how oh, yeah. wrestlers think. It was very like, I. Why wrestlers to turn on each other? That's yeah. a completely reasonable response. It was very like, I now think that you would stab me in the back, so I will stab you in the back first. Yeah. Uh, or just you can't hurt me if I hurt you first. Yeah, or hit you in the back with a garbage can. <laughs> That's also a thing that might yeah. happen. Uh, so this, this match, was just a really good street fight. I loved this match. This might yeah. have been my favorite match on the show. Really? Yeah. Uh. Like so, Tegan Knox comes out in the beginning, and then Dakota Kai ambushes her during her entrance. Yeah. And I think Tegan turns like the tables after that initial ambush and throws Dakota into like the guardrail mm-hmm. and her face just goes bang like like flush against it. And I'm like, oh God, this man, they're both gonna die. Like <laughs> yep. the second that she threw her into that guardrail, I was like, someone's dying tonight. Mm-hmm. And they came close, man. <laughs> they came real close to killing each other. There was yeah. like headshots with trash can lids. At one point Tegan Knox like German suplexes Dakota Kai onto a trash can. Yeah. And it looked awful. I was like, oh my God. Like I'm sure they're, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. But still, that stuff's got to hurt, right? Like, when you see, it's you can tell how bad the bump really is when uh, by how quickly the referee moves in to check on them. Yeah, right. If the ref is just like, "Well, got to make a show going over there," and be like, "Oh, are you okay down there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool." Or if the ref's like, "Holy shit, <laughs> are you okay?" Yeah. Diving in, like, yeah. you know. Um, what else? They like, oh god, they just beat the hell out of each other man it was awesome yeah. this match was great and there was a moment where tegan knox could have gone for a pin and was like no, no i'm going to hurt you yeah this is the face by the way yeah. is like no i you've you've been putting me through hell yeah i'm going to make you pay for this it was awesome yeah and then like um tegan knox pulls out a chain at one point like a big heavy chain which wasn't as like it wasn't as bad stuck. as the what was it was it Triple H and Batista when they had the chain? Oh yeah, they're like whipping each other with it and stuff. Yeah, like that. no, it didn't actually whip her with it, but no. did like did, just like wrapped around. Did her very hand, wrestling stuff with it, punch right? her with it. Yeah, um, Dakota Kai uh, duct taped Tegan Knox to the to the turnbuckle at one point. Yeah, like duct taped her hand to it and then did a what did she was it just a drop kick or like a flying knee or something did one of them and then did another one so hard that she came off of the tape like ripped the tape off yeah it was awesome she hit her so hard this match was awesome yeah loved it loved everything about it and then like the ending was like so tegan knox had dakota kai like all beat up and Mm. then put her on put it till pull the table and she's like i'm gonna she said something like along the lines of like i'm gonna end your career or something like that she's Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm finishing you forever i was like yeah get her get it girl like yeah you go you go like come on so then she like sets up the table puts dakota kai on top and puts her head in a chair like lays it on the thing and the whole crowd was so into it they're like oh shit well she has this moment where she's like she's like snaps Beats Dakota Kai up a bunch, 
and then has this moment of like, whoa, what just came over me? What did I just do? Yeah. Whoa, that was a, oh boy. Better put her head in a chair. <laughs> like, it was sort of like, let me, let me evaluate if I enjoyed the person I just became. Yeah. I did. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that felt good. I like that. Yeah, so then she like lays her on the table, and then oh, I can't remember Raquel. Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez shows up. She was in the Mae Young Classic. Uh, we hadn't seen her up until this point, like at all. I think she's been. She, you know, it's funny with NXT moving closer to being a third brand, or as Triple H says that it is a third brand. Now the sort of the, the developmental territory is like the WWE Performance Center. Yeah, which is apparently because like. New recruits are public information, and so Raquel Gonzalez showed up, and Maro and Al is like, "Oh, she's been wake- she's been making waves at the WWE PC," and it's like, "We shouldn't we shouldn't know that." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so odd yeah. that it's like now just sort of knocked down the line. But anyway, yeah, she was in the May Young Classic, and she's been training at the Performance Center, and uh, now she's here, and she throws like uh, throws Tegan knocks off this off the turnbuckle, like picks her up, is just like. <laughs> just yep. like chucks Yeet. her and not through the table because nope. the table does not break. break. Yeah, Ooh. she hits and it's just like <laughs> it, the table falls over to its side, but like the table doesn't break, which makes it a lot harder. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. That's that's when I saw the ref dive behind the table to be like, "Holy crap, are you okay?" Yeah, uh, and then Dakota Kai this whole time is like, "What? Cool? Def- what?" <laughs> yeah, and Raquel's like helps her pin Tegan Knox, so Dakota Kai wins by pinfall oh. and then the whole time Dakota Kai's like are you gonna attack me as well and Raquel Gonzalez helps her stand up and holds her hand up and is like look, look she won Dakota Kai's like I don't know you yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know very strange stop coming here. yeah now that's exactly what happened when the authors of pain attacked Seth Rollins was like what's going on why are the authors of pain here and then of course he was in control the whole time yeah so maybe Maybe Raquel Gonzalez is working for Dakota Kai. Or maybe she legitimately is like, why are you here? What is going on? So, yeah. I don't know. But boy, what a good match. That was... You could really tell... It was... Um, actually, here, some more some more insight from, uh, from Kathleen. Uh, in the same way of like the matches between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, uh, you can tell that in real life they are very, very good friends. Because you have to be really good friends. You have to be on very good terms with someone to have this kind of a match where it looks like you just hate each other. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a match was awesome. I loved this. I loved everything about this. I can't, I just can't say enough good things about it. I just, I I don't know, dude. Like, it put me as like a fan favorite of both women Mm -hmm. going forward. It's like the perfect, the exact kind of match they needed to have. Cause like, we didn't really know a lot about them and like, yeah, we knew we had this, they had this feud and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as being on NXT TV, like they jump each other a couple of times, but it's never anything like this justified what they were trying to present on camera, like for the storyline. Yeah. Cause the sort of the feud leading up to it was like, Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then like a street fight. Really? Okay. All right. And then the street fight was like, oh, I see. I, I, see. I, yeah. I see why you needed to get that out of your systems. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Uh, there's an ad for NXT TakeOver, NXT UK TakeOver Dublin, which is the first time, uh, Nigel McGuinness points out, the first time that NXT UK has ever had a TakeOver not in the UK, because of course, Ireland is not in the UK. So that's cool. Mm. So I I still often forget that 
NXT UK is a different thing. I forget about it all the time. Sorry, NXT Sorry, UK. Sorry, NXT UK. I'm sure you're great. Next is Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor. Yeah. So the story here was Finn Balor showed up on NXT yeah. and was like, I'm back. I'm back on NXT. And he, they had that face-off. We talked about this, I believe. They had the, the sort of the face-off with Undisputed Era on one side of the ring and they were they they were sort of harassing Tommaso Ciampa 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 whatever and then Johnny Gargano comes out and it's two on four and then Finn Balor comes out and then it's like oh okay now we got a squad here that, yeah. you know we can actually do this fight and then Finn Balor does that amazing like bicycle kick yeah, and the hits, Pele kick. yeah, yeah. hits Johnny Gargano in the head Undisputed Era, all attack. Tommaso, I, his last name now is escape. It, it's now word meaningless. Tommaso Champa. Champ Champa. Thank Ciampa, you. Yeah. Champa. Tomato Champa. Auska. Asuka. Champa. Anyway, I love Asuka. And then Finn Balor just stares over, just stands over Gargano, who needed time off to heal an unrelated injury. So he was out for three months. Yeah. And then he came back, and basically in the meantime, Finn Balor was like. It was like, you know, I was, I, I ruled NXT and then I left NXT and, and a bunch of boys moved in, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> like a bunch of children, a bunch of babies. Yeah. And they, they played, it's cool. They played a clip of him from WWE backstage yeah. where he was saying that thing where he's like raw and SmackDown. Those are like Hollywood. You know, you can, you can sort of hide behind the, 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 the flash and the glitz and the glamour and everything. But NXT is Broadway. Yeah. And you know, he's like. This is, he's like I'm not Raw and SmackDown Finn Balor. I'm I'm here to be NXT Finn Balor, which is it's weird that they're having that distinction on their own. Did they're just saying that out loud? Yeah, <laughs> that it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 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 just odd that it's that they're it, they're having someone in character admit like yeah you know Raw and SmackDown it's it's a big spectacle but it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas NXT is where the real fighting happens. Art, you fucking idiots. Yeah. You know. So this is yeah this is basically a um, pride of NXT feud. You yeah. know it's the the it's the heart and soul of NXT on a stick match. Yeah. I mean, they did that with Sami Zayn, but now Gargano, there always has to be a heart and soul, right? Yeah. And that's like Gargano's new thing. And I have never seen... Not new thing, but it's been his thing. Yeah. I have never seen less body fat in a match. Yeah, dude. Gargano, like Finn Balor has always been like incredibly lean. Yeah. But I've never seen Gargano this like svelte. Yeah. He's wiry. Yeah. He looked really thin in some some places, but all muscle. But like, I was like, geez, this is a... This is a this is a, a new look for him. Yeah, you know he looks great. Yeah, and I thought this match was fine. Like that's like it was good. But yeah, it was just fine. Like you know what I mean. Like I didn't think it was like anything gangbusters. Okay, good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. Actually, yeah, it's like I thought it was good. Because like, Mara was hyping this up as like the dream match of yeah. Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano, and it was good. But it I it wasn't like I think it lost a lot when Gargano had to go away injured. You know. Mm. Like it, lo- it lost a step. Imagine if this in it, the feud if, leading up, yeah, yeah, like in the feud leading up, and just like hiccups like that will cost a feud a lot of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like artistic real estate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when something like this gets delayed, and it's just like what we all want to see, and it's gonna. I have this problem again later tonight. Um, 
we'll talk about it, but uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it was fine. It was just fine. Like it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah, by no, any there was no, the there was there was no bad match on this card. No, no. And this one was like just a lot of like very good chain wrestling, right? Like from a like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> from a technical standpoint, yeah, this match was brilliant. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know. I just didn't feel like they actually really hated each other. I guess you know, and I don't know if that's a product of me just like not if it's my problem or if it's just like the way that. You, like I said, with the I liked when split up. Finn got a little bit of smack talk in when he yeah. was like, "Do you know who you're in with?" Yeah, like, "Do you do you understand who you're fighting?" Was <laughs> yeah. basically what he was saying. Yeah, I mean, Finn was getting cheered at the end, and Gargano was getting booed at the end there. Yeah, so it's is... just like it just seems like it. Ever since Gargano did that stuff with Aleister Black and like the whole title, like where that heel, the quote unquote, it wasn't really a heel turn, but it was like him just acting within his character's limits. It made sense from a character standpoint, but it just seems like he's not the like beloved baby face, like hundred percent behind him mm-hmm. all the time, which is good. Like it's good for characters to have different angles. Like we're all humans, right? Like yeah. it's, it's better. I don't want just a character that's always good, you know? And it's like, that's, I guess that's why I have a problem with people complaining about like, people jumping back and forth between heel and babyface, which just feels archaic from like a wrestling standpoint. Cause it's like, you always have to have a heel and you always have to have a baby. Face. And I was like, I don't think it's necessarily true. No. Right. And I like characters that just have a wider spectrum than just, yeah. I am always good. And I am here to like hug babies and, you know, tell everyone good job. And, and this, this actually, this felt like a good example of that, even though they were definitely trying to push, you know, Gargano is, you know, he's Johnny Takeover. He's mm-hmm. Johnny Wrestling. He's Johnny Gargano. Come on, look at him. Mm-hmm. Look how look how great he is. <laughs> look Finn at him Balor's, Finn Balor's being mean and nasty. Dude, how good was uh, Gargano's ring outfit? It was the it was the Venom stuff that Finn usually wears when he's the demon. Oh, yeah. But it was the one eye. He had the one eye was, like, closed like that Gargano. The, oh, yeah, The face yeah. they used to. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's so good. That that's good. such a brilliant little touch. Yeah. Yeah, match was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Finn ends up winning. He, so I guess that drop kick he does, it's called the John Woo drop the kick. The John Woo drop kick. Why? Uh, I guess because in John Woo movies, they like dive through the air firing guns. Hmm. Uh, is it because he points at him like this beforehand? But he can't, but because it, it's WWE, they can't make, they can't do guns. Yeah. Right? Because like corporate would never let them get away with doing guns. So Finn has to do this thing where he like points with his, but he puts his fingers out just a little bit. He's like, they're kind of guns, right? And it's like, his parents are watching. Like, hey, what did I tell you about the guns? He's like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no guns. No guns in this household, Finn. He hits him. Finn hits Gargano off of one of the announce tables into the barricade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then does he actually put him through the table or then he just carries him back in the ring after that. No, they don't go through the table because yeah. that goes, that happens later. All right. Then he yeah. just carries him back into the ring and uh, hit him, hits him with the coup de grace, which looked brutal. Yeah. The coup de grace where Finn Balor just steps on you. Yes. But not in the cool not way. Not in the good way. No. <laughs> yeah, not in the way you'd hope in your No. <laughs> he just is like, see that, see that rib cage? Yeah. Watch me cave this in. Just right in the middle. Hey, it kids, looks brutal. Want to see a dead body in the <laughs> Finn Balor jumps off the top rope. Yeah. So Finn wins with the 1916 Mm -hmm. DDT that he does. Uh, Yeah. That's what I expected to happen, I think. Like as far as from 
the way the storyline is and what you need from out of Finn Balor is like you can't have Finn lose. Gargano's like the only one who can get away with like losing a lot. Yeah. And still have the same stock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like wins and losses are important in wrestling, no matter what WWE tries to make us believe, right? Yeah. But people just love Johnny Gargano. Yeah. So there's a little backstage segment, which I bring up only because of one sort of fun fun moment at the end of it. So it's uh, Kathy Kelly, who is the NXT sort of backstage interviewer. Yeah. Uh, much loved backstage interviewer and is actually leaving. This is this. In fact, this is her last night with WWE. She posted earlier in the week that it was like, it was a big decision. She loves WWE. It's meant a lot to her, but she wants to move on to other things. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of like heartfelt goodbye. There was like a, there was a post where Triple H and Undisputed Era, like half out of character, like <clears throat> induct her as the, the fifth member of Undisputed Era. And oh like, really? Yeah, and yeah. they like do like a cool thing with her, and then you know like say goodbye. But in this moment, undisputed era is still being the the jerk holes that they normally are, <laughs> yeah. which is why, you know, she's kind of trying to get information out of them. And then at the end, Adam Cole is like, is like, look, everything you know, undisputed era is going to hold on to her titles. Everything's fine. Now you can leave, yeah. Kathy. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Right, because the crowd, which the the crowd booed, because the crowd knows she's leaving, yeah. and to have him be like. You know, now that I've told you what I need to say, now you're allowed to leave the company. Yeah. Is was a was just a great little, uh, a great little little touch there because the crowd was like, "Oh, boo, boo. we like her. Yeah. Stop that. Don't be mean to Kathy." Yeah. So, keep summer safe. Yeah. Next is Rhea Ripley defending the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. And this felt like a vehicle for the actual matchup that we're all looking forward to. Yes. But, I, okay, so the video package ahead of this. Yeah. So. Are you talking about Bianca's line? In yes. The, yes. So good. <laughs> so it good. It killed it. Yeah. Kathleen and I both just fell about laughing because yeah. of this. So Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then she comes out on Raw the next night, and she's like, so I get to challenge for any women's title at WrestleMania that I want. And I... We'll decide later and leaves. And then she comes out the next week and is like, I don't really know who I should decide. You know, I've got there. I could challenge Becky for the Raw title or I could challenge Bailey for the SmackDown title. And then Rhea Ripley comes out on Raw and is like, well, if you're looking for someone to challenge, mm-hmm. you could always challenge me for the NXT women's title. Uh, Grant, that's not what Rhea Ripley sounds like. No, because she's, like, oh, she's from Australia. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what she sounds like. Good, oh, good. Yes. Fucking right, bloody grungo, mate. That's pretty good, right? That's Rhea Ripley, all right. Ooh, she in this room? Fuck. Oh my god. Fucking fair dinkum, mate. Do they call them wrestlies? Wrestlies? Is that do they? Is that what they call them? Are you gonna make me look that up? Yeah, look oh, it up. I don't sake. know. Look it up, Beege. Do they call the people who do the wrestling wrestlies? Yeah. Well, they all call right. firefighters fireies, yeah. like on the news. <laughs> You know you, on the news like children. You know what you know <laughs> you know what they call ambulance drivers? No. Ambos. <laughs> Ambo that's a good one though. Yeah. I like Ambos. It's it's Ambos, just Ambos might. And the uh what because I remember when Kath, the first time Kathleen and I went down there, there was a story on the news that was like the murder weapon had been discovered in a dumpster by a couple of garbos earlier in the day. And that's it's like, like, how are you the news? That's way better than my Australian accent. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, man. I didn't say fair dinkum enough. Fair, dink- fair dinkum is the God's greatest gift to the English language. 
and thank you Australia. Like I can't, I can't thank Australia enough for Fair Dinkum. That's a good one. Fair Dinkum's awesome. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. This will keep me busy for an hour. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Good. Good. So, uh, well, you're not going to. Good. Miss you can this. stop stealing all my jokes then. Oh. <laughs> so, Charlotte doesn't answer. Yeah. Doesn't answer Ripley. But she does show up on the next episode of NXT. So on the next NXT, then Bianca Belair was going to Ripley and was like, what are you doing? You're you're the NXT champion, and you're trying to be, like, challenging people on Raw. I'm right here. I got eight eliminations in the Royal Rumble. I was basically the first half of that match. I I deserve a shot at this title. What, What the heck are you doing? And then Charlotte shows up and is like, Basically, Charlotte and Ripley are talking back and forth across Bianca Belair. And she's like, excuse me, and says to Charlotte, you don't even go here. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even go to this school, Charlotte. That's exactly what she was saying. I love it. Just, you don't even go here. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. the, The one that made me laugh was the girl. Nuh-uh. <laughs> that one that line got me, dude. Yeah. Cause Bianca Blair says, girl, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. To Charlotte. As in, like, no, you're not allowed to get in line. Do you know what Beach, here's another one for you, Adam. Oh, Help me out here. Do you know what 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 an EST is? An EST? Bianca Belair is the EST no, of I NXT. Don't, I don't know. Extra sensory tank. Tank. Yes. Great. <laughs> We'll all climb inside Bianca Belair and be very calm. No. Is it, is she like, is it like. You looked at me like I was such an idiot. Oh, fuck. That was amazing. Holy shit. You looked at me like I was the actual dumbest person to ever say anything. That was fucking awesome. Oh, 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 oh man. Holy shit! Fuck that got me. <laughs> okay. Oh man! So know that I do not. Mean I know. That. I know yeah, you okay, don't. Good, good. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, but just good. the way you looked at me, like, are you a fucking? Are, is my co-host an idiot? Like, are you? <laughs> oh, do you just no. say? Do you just say the first thing that comes to your head? Like the tiny, underdeveloped fucking lizard brain? Is it just? Meant, <laughs> is it just meant to be the superlative? Like she's the. She's um, the strongest. It's like being, uh, like being the goat. Is that what you mean? Is it? I don't know. Is it being initi- the goat? Is it an initialism? I, no, I, I, I think it's. I think it stands for something, right? It must, because yeah. they Morrow kept saying it like it fucking meant something. What's weird is when Eastern I go- Standard Time. When I Google <laughs> wrestling EST, just wrestling EST. Yeah. The first thing to come up is Bianca Belair. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. They don't want us to know. Yeah, it's 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 the superlatives. The EST of NXT is the strong guest, fast S, tough S, and all around B est. Okay. Uh, good. That's pretty good. I like that. I like that the too. EST of NXT. She uh she came up with that when she was a child, not like in kayfabe, like an actual Oh, like an actual baby? When she was a real actual oh, child. It's a world's smartest fucking baby. Uh that yeah, apparently You know what I came up with when I was a child? You know what my best thing was? What? I call the day before Christmas Eve Christmas Adam. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've and my birthday, before. my birthday is the day before New Year's Eve. So New Year's Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized by the way that you said extra sensory and that is a tank. Yeah. Like an extra sensory <laughs> tank would be like you get in Very it sensitive. and it's just like loud noises and bright lights. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, so we you did can a whole... stand sensory overload hype van. Yeah, we did a whole <laughs> core plan bit about that. Yeah, the sensory overload uh... hype hype van. Yeah, but ten stands, Mountain Man, Slam Can, Sensory Overload, Hype Van. Yeah, but there was the tank as well. Yeah. It was, anyway, it was some sort of like, it was like scalding hot fluid and bright lights and loud noises and you would just get in and awful. like... It was like, oh, being, yeah. it was like being in an, in an earthquake in, in a wave pool. Like it was... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fucking awful. Oh my God. All right. Uh, so yeah, basically Bianca Belair's argument was like, you, you don't get to go around challenging people on other brands yeah. and not also let me have a shot at this title yeah. and Rhea Ripley was like what well, yeah you got me fair dinkum yeah. fair dinkum fair dinkum <laughs> she said and I quote fair, fair dinkum, dinkum mate how you going how you going and so then they were, then they had this match um, fucking fair dinkum <laughs> god bless me Ja Rule bless that phrase <laughs> so they Ja Rule? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I got it from, but just saying Ja Rule bless X. That's good. Say it all the time. Wow. Didn't yeah. he isn't he in jail? Uh because of Fire Fest or whatever? I think he certainly had to pay some amount of money for it. Mm. I don't know if he actually went to like jail jail for Firefest, but rich people don't a, go to jail. Rich true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. being rich just means you can do you can do crime and get get fined for it, yeah. which just means you get to do crime. <laughs> yeah. So you mean I get to do any crime? Yeah, I mean most most crime apparently. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my notes aren't loading anymore, but um, mm. yeah, this was also a cool match. Yeah, I like this one too a lot. But all the women's like both women's matches were awesome. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I got a question. Yeah. So wh- when you when a wrestler pulls on the hair of yes. their opponent the ref is like ah you, you can't pull on their hair and he gives them like the countdown yeah. one two three you know you got a break but i guess there's no rule against you hitting your opponent with your hair no cool well because that's what bianca does she's yeah. broken the meta wide open <laughs> yeah. why don't they all have enormous braids now because at one point she just whips rhea ripley in the stomach with her hair yeah and the ref's like fair oh, dinkum <laughs> So, so that Ripley understands him. <laughs> oh man, that got me. Oh fuck! Well, I just picture Rhea Ripley like, mate, and he's like, "Fair dinkum." It's fair dinkum. I'm sorry. Ah, like, oh, no. The culture of my people. He understands it. He said the thing. We have to let it happen. Oh, I just <laughs> I, at some point Rhea Ripley has to bust out. I didn't come here to fuck spiders. Yeah, that's the actually that might be better than fair dinkum. Yeah. Well, the best part is because it was in, that was one of the one that, that was the thing that was invented as a joke to make fun of how silly Australian slang is. Yeah. And then all of Australia was just like, yeah, yeah, we'll that's that. ours now. So, yeah, we we uh, we love this. Yeah. yeah Not on. here to fuck spiders. I used to like uh I worked with a lot of like kiwis which isn't the, not the same. They're not the yeah, same. Yeah. But they have a, a lot of like the slang is the same. Mm-hmm. Generally and I'm not here to fuck spiders was like the first time that I heard that and I was like wow that's brilliant. It just works on so many levels. Yeah, Rhea Ripley wins this match. Actually I like the ending where like they were both on the top rope. Yeah. And like Rhea Ripley slipped out and then like pulled Bianca's ponytail. Yeah, and like she smacked her head into the turnbuckle, like did the duke, and then like turned into the riptide, like a like a pump handle riptide. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Also, yeah. what a great name for a move, the riptide. The riptide. Yeah, because her name is Rip. 
correctly. It's good. It's get good, it? Do you get it? It's good. I can't wait till she moves up to the main roster and then her name is just Rhea. Rhea. No, they'll be with or Ripley. Ripley, but and still. Then, no, they'll call her Ripley. And then she shows up in the big mech suit. And she's like, get away from her, you bitch. And then oh, like, oh, yeah. Oi. Hi, <laughs> mine. Get away from her, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> clunk, 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 clunk. Uh, you're welcome, WWE. Actually, no, you're not welcome. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, please. Please don't. I was just I was hearing that and then also seeing like Star wrestles the crocodile star. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, it turns out that Aussies do not refer to professional wrestlers as wrestlies. Uh, Is it wrestlos? Wrestlos. Do, do they just say wrestlers? Right, I'll try that. How about... I assume they just say wrestlers, but they seem to have a nickname for every other occupation. Yeah, they shorthand everything. Yeah. It's usually like the same way that hockey players shorthand everything. Mm. Like hockey player nicknames are just your name shortened with a Y. Like Savvy, Starkey, Starko. Uh, Yeah, like like yours would be just Deary, Deers. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I would be Savvy. And Grandpa would be Starko, Starks. (laughs) You know, I like Starco. That's pretty Starko. good. Starco, Johnny Starco. That's good. Yeah, I'll look this up now. Australian <laughs> slang. No, they they do not. Wrestler. They just call them wrestlers. They call them wrestlers. I man. am. I uh, okay. But I they re- say everything else weird. Why don't they say this weird? I am relying upon uh, our Discord. Oh, you asked. Oh, you're asking them live. Yes. Oh, so oh. they don't know why. <laughs> They'll know now. Yeah, they know now. And you like, you no. know, though, from personal experience, mm-hmm. that Australians cannot agree on their own slang. Yes. Ooh. So do I type now? Do I type in the chat or in the Discord? I think you're lying to me. Yes. Great. N- no. You, <laughs> if you really want to set them off, you would say, like, this other Australian tells me you're wrong. <laughs> you know, by the name of Graham Stark. No, 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 no. no you just no, no, you no, set no, them no. on themselves. No, right. Yeah, yeah, you make them fight each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then you steal their Tim Tams and get back on the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, candy, idiots. Sixteen hours of Tim Tams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. What are we talking about? Right. So yes. Uh, Rhea so Ripley. yeah, we're gonna get Rhea. Rhea. Oh, and then so yeah. th- this is a sweet match. Yes. A lot of good stuff in the ring. Rhea Ripley wins the Rhea Ripley wins the match. Yeah, <laughs> and then Charlotte Flair shows up. Yeah, and attacks Ripley. Yes, and Flair says, "You know what? I've thought about it. Yeah, and I'll see you at WrestleMania." I was fucking praying that she attacked her and be like, "Not you," and then just leaves. That would have been pretty. Funny that would have been awesome. To be fair, I'm 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 more excited about this than her fighting Becky or Bailey. Yeah, so. But I mean, like, still get to Ripley versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But if I was booking this, and maybe I'm, there's a reason I'm not. But have Charlotte attack Rhea, and then say, "Not you." That would be pretty. Funny. Oh my god, the crowd would have gone ballistic. Yeah. 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 But then that means she's got to. Uh... Then you just got to figure out a way to get there, right? Yeah. That's not yeah. hard though. It's wrestling. It's That's like true. super simple. But just that moment would have been awesome. I wonder how that's gonna not go you. out. Never it's like, you. If Charlotte wins, then it's like, cool, you're the NXT champ. Now you're on NXT every week. Yeah. You know, Charlotte's not going to win. No. There's no way. I'll eat my hat. You don't wear a hat. You genius. (laughs) I'll eat all my hair. (laughs) No, gross. (laughs) I don't like that. Oh, man, that sounds gross. Mm. Yuck, yuck. Mm. (laughs) 
don't like. Yeah. If you owned a hat, it would contain a little bit of hair. I have a princess auto hat. You do. It's in my cubby. Yeah. I'll eat my princess auto hat. Oh. With sriracha ketchup. No, first I'll just. Oh, I was. Damn it! Beat! Stop stealing my joke. <laughs> I was just about to say, but first I'll dip it in ketchup. Fuck. God, dude. To be clear, I, all all I said in this conversation that we are referencing is yeah. that I did not dip my grilled cheese in ketchup. I know. This isn't. I was not taking any stance on anybody else. Well, this you isn't did. like the. This is did take a stance. This isn't like the 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 what order you put milk and cereal in the bowl thing where people cereal first. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Because if you put milk in, you're a psychopath. <laughs> Whereas yeah, it's like who puts milk in first? Exactly. That's fucking weird. Yes. Whereas in this case, I'm like, I don't have grilled. I don't dip my grilled cheese in ketchup. Yeah. But if you do, that's cool, yeah. and I understand it. Yeah. You know, there's a big, big gulf in my yeah. culinary opinions here. Oh, yeah. The only time I have milk first yeah. with cereal is when I'm done eating the cereal and there's milk left, and I add and you more, put cereal. more cereal back oh, into. That's yeah. fine yeah. though. You're yeah. not like. You're not a fucking cat. You're not filling up yeah. your bowl with milk first. And be like, mm, no. what a delicious snack I'm that's, making myself. That's starting with stage two. You don't yeah. start with stage no. two. No. no. Now, the real question, though, is how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Beach? But he can't fry fish. No, exactly. Oh. Exactly, because it's a hypothetical, right? You've cracked the code. Yeah. Congratulations. You get to work on this show for another week. Oh, shit. Our next match, you see... <laughs> Is the Undisputed Era, yeah. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus the Broserweights. Oh, yeah. The vignettes for this were awesome. Oh, yeah. Of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Yeah. They were, they basically threw themselves together as a tag team to compete in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic yeah. on NXT. And they ended up winning because mm -hmm. they just actually kind of gelled really well as a tag team, mm -hmm. which is super fun. It's, it's neat when they sort of put two people who don't necessarily have they have very different styles i don't think has the classic ever been won by an actual tag team did the author authors of pain win it yeah didn't they because like usually the temp the team I that wins it is like a thrown together team because like samoa joe and finn balor won it one year i think it's previously been actual tag teams no but you look up the dusty Rhodes tag team classic more yeah. than happy to thank Thanks. you anyway the reason that i asked beach that ridiculous question is because the uh, the undisputed era comes out and then the Broserweights come out driving a neon-illuminated golf cart carrying the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic trophy mm -hmm. and wearing T-shirts that say, how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish, which is then a question that Matt Riddle poses to them on microphone. It's very weird. He gets the crowd to sing along. There's lyrics that come up on screen mm -hmm. with a fish that hops between the words. It's... <laughs> To make sure you know that you can sing along. <laughs> it's very, very strange. Because wrestling fans are idiots, you see. I do love that they had this all set up. It's like, oh, yeah. We're going to need a Chiron for this. And yeah. Then, yeah. It's, uh, okay, what do you want? What, what is it going to say? How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby could, Fish could fry fish? What? Uh, okay. Uh, 2015 at Full Sail University, won by Finn ba Balor yeah. and Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, at 2016 at the Air Canada Center, the Authors of Pain. There we go. Okay. okay. Uh, New, Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, at uh, Smoothie King Center, was the Undisputed Era. Oh, okay. Again, back at Full Sail University, uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Oh, okay. And then the Broserweights. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're three and two between actual established tag teams and thrown together pairs of folks. Okay. Interesting. 
I don't know if I like it. Would but, you consider these three? These okay, so no three thrown together technically because don't you consider this thrown together? Yeah, I said three. Oh, three, oh sorry, yeah, yeah, three, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. three to two, three to two. Thro- yeah, thrown together, three so thrown together win. teams. And to be fair, um, this this year's would have either been the Broser Weights or Grizzled Young Veterans. Yes, they were in the finals. but they're an actual tag team. Yeah, Grizzled Young okay. Veterans. Yeah, that's me. I'm a Grizzled Young Veteran. So yeah, Matt Riddle is wrestling his like flippy technical MMA style with his tiny shorts and his no shoes mm-hmm. and doing like stupid sexy matt riddle <laughs> and his doing tiny his shorts yeah and doing his you know mma style and a lot of like kicks and high Knees, flying and stuff yeah. and then uh, pete dunn is in there with the joint manipulation and the very european style punching yeah. a lot in in the head punches you in the head because you support the wrong football team yeah Oh, you said football too. Well, yeah. It's, hmm. So that so that the people from the UK in God's country we call that soccer, Graham. Which one's God's country? <laughs> I don't know. The United States of America. Oh, yeah, they do call it there. That, there yeah. <laughs> yeah, where so, Jesus was born. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> right. Yes. They call the, it the Bible Belt for a reason. You idiot. Yeah. Um, so the like leading up to this too, they had these vignettes of uh, after they won the classic, they mm. had to get to Portland, and so like. Uh, Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle were like trying to get there and they didn't have like a ride to get to Portland. Are they implying they drove the golf cart the whole way there? No. Oh, so damn they, it. they snuck a ride. They ended up sneaking onto Triple H's private plane. Right. There's a big thing about like he's like, let's get in the boot because they call it the boot in in wherever fucking Pete Dunn's from. In England. England. Yeah. In England. In England, James. And, uh, Pete Dunn was like, can you please stop calling it the boot? <laughs> He's like, as long as you stop saying the boot in that ridiculous accent. He's like, what do you mean? Apparently Triple H was playing along with it because someone was like, oh, did you see the browser rates on your plane? And he was like, they were on my plane? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Like on, like, like on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. That would explain all the smoke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bro. 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 Pete Dunn is from Birmingham. Birmingham. That makes sense. That tracks. Birmingham. Alabama? England. England? What county is Birmingham? Oh, Pete Dunn. I was thinking Matt Riddle. I was like, isn't there a Birmingham, Alabama? There's a Birmingham in Alabama, right? I can't. I need to know this answer right now before we continue on with this facade or charade. Okay, thank you. Finally. 209,000 people. Wow. I rest my case, Your Honor. I. (laughs) 210,000 people. Oh, shit. It's growing. Oh, wait, no, that was last. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's shrinking. Yeah. It was 210, then 209. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Thank God. We finally defeated Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Take that, you By idiots. this time next year, there'll be no one left. <laughs> As they move, we're not going to... Don't worry, we're not genociding Birmingham, Alabama. Remember when the show was about wrestling? No. No. It was never about wrestling. It was about That's st- the problem. It's about storytelling. It's about Beach. stories. Beach. Yeah, it's about art, you fucking idiot. I am chastened. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, you come on our show? <laughs> Tell us what it is. <laughs> Bobby Fish looks like Colonel Sanders, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Okay. I always keep thinking, I think Dick Dastardly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, man, he's tying somebody to railroad tracks after yeah. this. He's like, sorry, guys, can't hang out. Got some people to tie to railroad tracks, and he twirls his mustache. Further feedback from Kathleen. She's like, if I could have a beard that would look that good all the time, I would have a beard. Yeah. Because it's a good-looking beard. Oh, he's a good-looking man. It's working for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's 43. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It's like the it's got the dark mustache. And it's got and like the dark... two perfect gray streaks. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's perfect. God's perfect beard. God's like, wow, good thing I made that. <laughs> In America. <laughs> yeah. Where my son was born. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh man <laughs> I wonder what he's up to these days <laughs> my son does the ref not care if Pete Dunn bites fingers no he doesn't really doesn't that's shit. weird yeah I know right huh. like where's the line right yeah it's oh, like actually speaking of which back in the Finn Balor Johnny Gargano match yeah. they're both outside the ring farting around in the near the commentary area mm-hmm. and the ref is doing the doing the count out and then and uh, Nigel McGuinness is like the ref is counting he's up to five and then the ref just stops counting (laughs) and there's like some it's like a pause and then it's like well the referee's allowing some leniency here because the ref just stops counting at that point yeah because they're it's like they're doing a bunch of stuff outside and it's gonna be a double count out if he doesn't let them do if he doesn't stop counting wrestling and then a moment later Johnny Gargano like rolls into the ring and (laughs) Nigel's like now Johnny's in the ring. That's broken the count. And it's like, no, no, hold hey, on. Hey, wait a second. Oh, you yeah. just said there's no count yeah. anymore. It would have been better if they, like, I want to see the ref stop counting at five. And then, like, three minutes later, be like, six, <laughs> seven, or like, eight, nine, ten. And then just, like, give them the, oh, you're both out. And it's like, ah, oh, man, unlucky. Yeah. Uh, uh, this match was fun, too. Yeah, it was super fun. I really enjoyed this one. Some really good stuff. I love, uh, O'Reilly and Fish together. Yeah. They're fun to watch. I like there was a moment where Matt Riddle was trying to get in to break up a pin attempt and Bobby Fish is like holding him to stop him from getting in the ring. Yeah. Matt Riddle's got long reach. Yeah. Too. So there was a bit where he's still holding the tag ropes, but reaches like halfway along the ropes and yeah. does like a and like <laughs> tags in just on Pete Dunn's back at one yeah. point. So the other Whoever he was fighting didn't didn't notice that he tagged in at that point. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really good uh, tag stuff. I know that we've talked a lot before about how, generally speaking, we would rather that an established tag team that has been a tag team for years and knows how to tag team mm-hmm. uh, should have the edge over two singles wrestlers yeah. who are just but operating. They can't win as every time. Team. That'd be boring. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like that the a big thing about these two was that everyone pot including them if not most of all them are like wow we really gelled together well yeah. you know like they're they're sort of surprised about it the whole time mm-hmm. you know which I, I i really enjoyed yeah so yeah i don't know what's next for either of them but they're 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 nxt tag team champions the broserweights sorry we should say yeah the broserweights they win yeah they win which is like i knew that this would be the the storyline going both coming out of this and like coming out of this pay-per-view was like the undisputed era losing all of their titles mm-hmm. which is what i thought was going to happen same yeah i was like oh they're probably just going to like do a thing where like they lose everything and then i mean they're the heels but everybody still cheer- cheers for them right like yeah. the undisputed era we're supposed to dislike them but we don't because they're fucking cool mm-hmm. right they do cool things their entrances are cool their music is cool i like that they still do the boom Oh, that's the best part. For the boom. Yeah. But they still do it for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. They all do it in different ways, too. Yeah. Like, uh, Roderick Strong, like, stands in the middle of the ring and then, like, looks up and, like, does his arm spread out when mm-hmm. the boom happens. I don't know. What about O'Reilly and Fish? I think, I, th- I think they go to different turnbuckles and point at each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love, I mean, 
what's his name? Adam, Adam Cole. Cole has the best one. Yeah. But that's just genius. What a like what a fundamental understanding of wrestling, right? Yeah. To do that and be like, this is gonna get over. Mm-hmm. And it's just every time I see it, I'm like, that is so fucking brilliant. Cause not only does it time out your entrance, everybody knows it's coming every time, right? And we love to like you know us, us lemmings, we love to fucking just, We like to shout along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your main event. Mm-hmm. The last match of the evening in what's already been a real stonker of a show is the NXT Championship. Stonker like good stonker? Yeah. Stonking great show. Who says that? I think I picked it up from zero punctuation. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. And Tommaso Ciampa challenging Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Uh, the So... Tommaso Ciampa never lost the NXT championship, which no. he refers to lovingly as Goldie. Yeah. There, this was in the middle of his big feud with Johnny Gargano. Yes. Where they had they were the tag team DIY, and then Ciampa turned on him and betrayed him and beat the crap out of him with a crutch. And it was amazing. It was it was a, a, a almost unique example of everyone who is in on the storylines as we are mm-hmm. playing along that anytime anyone mentioned Champa, people would just be like, Oh, Fuck that, him. that bastard. Yeah. That fucking ass. Fuck that guy. He deserves every awful thing that happens to him. Mm-hmm. Not meaning it. They're just like, it was such a, his turn on Gargano was such a betrayal yeah. in storyline that everybody was like, so committed to, acting actually mad about it yeah. <laughs> which was great and it's just like Ciampa was just an the most irredeemable evil man mm-hmm. and then he got injured and he had to relinquish the title yeah and then he was out for a long time and then just before he came back WWE released a video of him like battling through you know, like surgery and recovery and rehab and just to get back into fighting shape. And it was incredibly sympathetic. And then I, when it was released, he tweeted something about, I don't, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was essentially, he was tweeting like, well, there goes my heat. (laughs) That's really funny. Something like that. He's like, he's like, wow, they're not going to hate me now. And it's true. You know, he was back and everybody was like, yay. You know? And so he's been like, he's kind of like when Roman came back, it's like, nobody's ever going to boo him again. Yeah. Right, so they like I can't. I couldn't even bring myself to boo Roman. No, it's like that guy fought cancer and he won. Yeah, he like, beat it. So he came back, and then there was this whole stuff with Undisputed Era and Finn Balor, and he was sort of like, okay, okay, you know, I'll. When there was the Survivor Series, he was like, I'm still coming for Goldie. We're gonna put that to the side just for now, just mm-hmm. for this, and then I'm coming for Goldie. Which he has one of his knee pads, he has Goldie embroidered on it. Mm-hmm. And so now he's finally getting his shot to get the title back. Yes. And so it's Tommaso Ciampa versus Adam Cole. Uh I mean Adam Cole leading into this is I mean, he's the head of Undisputed Era. They've yep. been for the longest time they've controlled all the titles in NXT. Only recently did Roderick Strong lose the North American title to Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh, and then earlier this evening, they lost the tag titles. But you know, Adam Cole's the the last one to sort of hold on to it, and so he's got to try and defend this. The Undisputed Era does 
feel like a I've never thought about this before, but they it does have similar feelings to a sort of a a modern day degeneration X. Yeah. Um and it, I didn't just think of that because of the there's they spray painted big X's on people in the video package. Yeah, 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 but yeah. in yellow yeah. and not green cuz their color is yellow. But yeah, Kathleen was commenting just from like the from the backstage interviews and the video package and everything that how much Adam Cole is like a 2020 take on Triple H. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of character. I think, yeah, he's always been that kind of character, right? Even yeah. like when he was in the Indies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's just, he's just really good at it. You know, oh, he's, he's the, awesome. He's this like irredeemable, like just shit heel leader believes of, that it's of his a, destiny to be a champion right yeah. like it's like it's a it's a mandate from the fucking universe that adam cole should be the hold this title forever and if yeah. he doesn't it's a crime and he's got his squad of cronies yeah who are good in their own right it's not like they're useless you know but you know he's in charge of it and so it's it's a good uh it's a good He's a good character. Yeah, he's. They're all good. They're all. You love to hate him. Oh boy, this match. I, yeah, it was like unfortunate that the crowd was like pretty burned out. It felt like near the at the beginning of this match. They're sure they got into it near the end. Oh yeah, but like, oof, I don't envy these two like having to come on last. I mean, it opened with dueling chants. People were chanting back and forth about you know like, I don't remember Psycho Killer and uh, right Psycho Killer. Let's go Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Back and forth because uh, Tommaso Ciampa is the psycho killer. Yeah, but they don't say that on commentary because you can't corporate. They 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 Do referred they to him that uh, that at one point. Really? Yeah, they. Huh. I think That's positive. I think it was Morrow, but I'm positive someone called him the psycho killer. Hmm. Which this just makes one. me think of the song. Anyway, this um, was another great match. This got a fight forever chant. Yeah, and that it, it got a fight forever chant before and, it started, and then didn't it? No, it like. like uh, I'm pretty sure the fight forever chant did happen at the very beginning of the match. Uh, the one that I heard, yeah. at least that I sort of noted, was like at what felt like was going to start to be the end of the match and ended up only being like halfway through the match. Yeah. <laughs> this match, I need to look up actually how long this match was because this was a long match. 33 minutes, 23 seconds. That's I see a that long now. fucking match. Yeah. And that, wow, yeah. I'm just, so the first match was 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Balor Gargano was 27 minutes, 22, and then, yeah, this was 33, 23, but that's a lot. You were saying that the crowd started a little a little slow. A Obviously, little slow, they, the they got into it. the started a little slow, like yep. they were kind of just taking their time. It was a typical WWE main event match, or even like an NXT main event match, where it's like... I would say more so an NXT yeah, match, because there was... Honestly, there were... Way, way more kicking out of finishers in this match than there are in a typical... I saw a really funny tweet that it was like, it's 2052, Adam Cole just got shot with a shotgun and kicked out of it. You know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah. This match has yet to conclude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. It's a suspension of disbelief. I've never been bothered by people kicking out of finishers, right? Like, I've never, ever in my life have I been like, why'd they kick out of that? You know? I'm like, No. There was definitely some like there was definitely like disbelief with this. It was like how yeah how are you doing this yeah what's going on but not like mm, I have narrative issues with that. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, 
narrative issues? You in the back? Excuse me. I will be discussing this on my podcast. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah. Um, Near the end of the match, the Undisputed Era come out, which is, like, another thing that I thought was interesting is that this storyline going forward is, like, so the Undisputed Era comes out to help Adam Cole, but Adam Cole didn't come out to help anyone else. Yeah, of course. Right? Well, they never do. Yeah. Right? That never... I mean, it's always like I just I I the through line coming forward is like they're gonna be like well you never come and help us I think so the group will implode eventually I think I don't was, want them to but that was always a criticism that people had that they that the WWE never followed through on that I wish they had of like when uh, Ambrose was getting attacked and stuff and like Roman Reigns never did anything yeah right like his brother from the Shield Roman Reigns. Was always just backstage and catering, being like, "Oh, Ambrose getting his ass kicked again." Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whereas, like, Ambrose would sometimes show up to help Roman, and yeah. it's like, "What's Roman doing? Why isn't he helping out here?" And yeah, it's like, why, you know, why couldn't Adam Cole or Roderick Strong, for that matter, come out during the tag match and help, you know, help Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly out? I'd be a little annoyed if I were them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Is uh. So like, but the yeah, they come out. That's the kind of leader Adam Cole is. Yeah, is that he's not gonna, he's got a title match later. I've got, I've, I can't, I can't risk injuring myself to help you with your titles. I mm-hmm. have a match. Yeah, is what I'm inferring from what we know. Of his that character. makes sense though. Like, I oh, get yeah. That. That oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Totally no, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but yeah, I, I agree with you that like, yeah, I, I hope that the others are like, wait a second, we came out to help you. You didn't help us. Yeah, what the hell? So yeah, that's and that's like quite near the end of the match. This is this is just a. This is an intense match, particularly yeah. from from Champa because he's the most driven here. He he has a goal. Yeah. Right. He's like gonna beat the tar out of Adam Cole and get my championship back. And Adam Cole's goal for this match is live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Survive. Like, it's like, like the Tropic Thunder survive. Yeah. <laughs> like he is definitely running away from Champa. Yeah. Metaphorically in this match, whereas. Um, Champ is the one that's like uh, has a has a more clear, you know. There's a great actual uh, little interview or backstage segment or vignette of uh, Champa doing uh, like a promo by himself in the auditorium where he had to relinquish the title mm-hmm. like a year ago or yeah. whatever, whenever it was. It was like a year ago, I think. Yeah, I think so. And uh, <clears throat> it's awesome. If you have a time, I think it's on their YouTube channel. You can go find it. Mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant. So yeah, we get to the end, near the end of this match, and um, Undisputed Era coming out and they're interfering with everything, and Champa keeps kicking out. And they're distracting the ref, and there there's a moment where they, I think it's Bobby Fish or Roderick Strong or someone puts the grabs the belt from the timekeepers area, puts it in the ring while the other ones run around to the other side to distract the ref, and then Champa ends up knocking the ref out through the ropes by accident the ref's out and then he gets adam cole knocks him locks him down pins him but there's no ref to count yeah so the crowd counts and they're one two three i think they get up to 12 before they start to lose steam of counting along because there's no one coming out and he's like well what was what am i going to do what's going on here and then finally some backup for champa johnny gargano Mm -hmm. is out at ringside over by the belt and Champa's like oh great cool awesome and he goes to grab the 
goes to grab the belt because he's like, well, the ref is... I, I assume that he's saying, well, the ref is down, so I'm going to use the belt to clatter Adam Cole in the head, I guess, since they've cheated, sure. Yeah. And Gargano jerks the belt away from him. Yeah. And people are like, what? what, what huh? What's what's going on here? And Ciampa's like, wait, what? What are you doing? What you, what are you doing, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, what you got there? And then Johnny Gargano clocks Tommaso Ciampa in the head with yeah. the title belt and runs away. Yeah. And then Adam Cole, like the ref gets back up and Adam Cole pins Ciampa and wins the match and mm. retains the title. Yes. So. Heel turn. Yeah. From, from Johnny Gargano. Was it though? Like are either of them really a heel? Are ever them really a baby face? A betrayal from Johnny yeah. Gargano, let's say. But I'm just saying, as far as the Ciampa and Gargano characters go, I'm amazed they were ever able to recon- to reconcile after the other after yeah. the previous feud. And I think they did this because we've never really had like that. We never got the conclusion to this thing, right? Right? Because mm-hmm. Ciampa, the Ciampa and Gargano were supposed to fight each other. The takeover that Johnny Gargano became NXT champion was supposed to be Ciampa and Gargano, but then Ciampa had got hurt. Right. And Adam Cole filled in. Yeah. And that's when Gargano won his NXT title. So it's like we've never been given the conclusion to this story, even though I think it'll be one of those things that goes on kind of forever. It'll Mm -hmm. always be there in like the back, the back of our minds or the back of the storylines. It's always going to be a piece of it. I don't, I would like to see a conclusion. And I think this might be leading like WrestleMania weekend. We could get, Maybe it'll be like a fatal four-way, like you yep. know what I mean? Because like, there's be takeover, Cole. there's takeover Tampa, yeah, night before WrestleMania. So it could be like Cole, Gargano, Ciampa, and like Balor in like a four-way, you know? Yeah, Balor was had a number one contenders match, but lost because Gargano inter- interfered. Oh, or was had a match with Adam Cole, right? So I don't know. Like I thought it was fine. I don't want Gargano to like continually turn heel or whatever like a big show kind of thing i guess that's what a lot of people are worried about i don't want i want gargano to be to act like a face all the time for everything except with champa <laughs> except with champa yeah that'd be awesome it's just i know he's like no i'm a good guy i do good guy things i just hate this dude yeah this dude <laughs> i think that'd be really good away from yeah me. yeah so like, yeah f that guy yeah i think i like that i like that approach to it way more yeah than what i was thinking so, so hopeful but yeah this is a this is a must-watch pay-per-view. This whole pay-per-view was amazing. Yeah. Just the the it was just really solid. The in-ring, the in-ring performances and just the storytelling. It's you just you don't you don't get it from main roster pay-per-views. Nope. It's we don't. weird. And we've stopped expecting it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, the sad part. You know all. what I mean? Like that's just like ah, just watch main roster. So when it when it when it does happen, it's like ooh, yeah, it's like, ooh neat. Yeah. yeah. But I just don't see how they can. I don't see how Vince McMahon can look at NXT and see how popular it is. Like, I don't know how much money NXT makes, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe don't, it makes no money. I don't think and Vince, that's why Vince doesn't do it the same way on the main roster. I don't think right? Vince looks at NXT. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just hard to see, like, okay, so you can obviously tell these stories, these engaging long-term stories that fans love and get away with it. And I don't know why you won't do it with talent that you have on the main roster but I don't know either. who knows i don't know all the reasons but yeah that was a whew, takeover i mean every, every time a takeover happens we all say the same thing wow that was the best takeover ever <laughs> yeah you know but this was really really this really one was good. good yeah the 
Um, I I look forward to discussing AEW when we get an opportunity to. They have a pay per view soon, so we will. Um, yeah, revolution. I think we're just going to do like a AEW catch up, kind of like the same thing we do we used to do with WWE pay per views. We'll yeah. just try to catch up, and when Revolution happens, we'll record an episode after that. Sometime. If you want to see something upsetting, you can watch the entire bit of Cody getting whipped on their YouTube channel. Yeah. So yeah, it's messed up. So that's fun. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's 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 all we got for this yep. for this episode. Really, we just wanted to talk talk just about talk NXT Takeover, Takeover Portland. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Well, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Yeah. Thoroughly sports entertain. Very very sports entertain. Yeah. Good stuff. Good enough to watch on one time speed. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it. Thanks everybody for listening to. Uh, sidewalk slam if you want to hit us up on twitter as some people who were at takeover did yes did they you did. see that yeah i saw that yeah, yeah. they were i uh, liked it they showed us a picture i, the, of I remember to hit the heart button i usually forget oh i forgot yeah I, I usually see these things i'm like oh cute and then i don't but this time i was like boop took the fucking two seconds out of my day my busy schedule to hit the heart feel button. bad i've got it's all my mentions are all gummed up with ketchup discourse <laughs> where is it 18 hours ago. No, no. Hang on. 19 hours ago. Like 20. There we go. And like. <laughs> there. See? Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, Sanjay. Cheers to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks everybody for uh, listening. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it is at Graham underscore LRR. Yeah. And if you want to find me, it's at Wake Up Super. And, and Beach. Beach at Octagon. Dots. No. no. Beach. Dot. No. At beach. Yep. Dot octagon. Nope. Dot social. Nope. Dot. No. Nope. At beach. Yep. At, at octagon. Yeah. Dot Oct- octodon. Octodon. Yeah. yeah. Octodon. Dot social. Like think of a mastodon, but yeah. it's like eight mastodons, so it's an octodon. How about I think of a fucking URL that makes sense? <laughs> huh? Did you ever think about that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's also at Tux Beach on Twitter, but doesn't really check it. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks, thanks, Beach, for. Um, looking stuff up and being there thanks beach thanks for stealing all my jokes thanks for stealing adam's jokes yeah the ones that i'm like thinking ahead of time like man on the show i'm gonna hit him with a robocop joke nope (laughs) fuck no if he gets to the joke first it's fair dinkum i know (laughs) god damn it they're wrestlers (laughs) they just call them wrestlers what is that mayor quimby they don't call (laughs) they don't don't call wrestlers or wrestlers they call them wrestlers mayor quimby Restless. Uh, you're, yeah. uh, uh, you're, uh, call them restless. <laughs> Say it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.